Welcome to Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. I'm Mark. In this episode of the show, we're going to meet one of the most controversial and powerful Chinese emperors. Yongzheng was the fifth emperor of the Qing dynasty, who lived between 1678 and 1735. He was renowned for accomplishing several firsts in history, for he was an innovator, always willing to try new things. He's also nicknamed as the Chinese founding father of cosplay. Emperor Yongzheng was the fourth prince of Emperor Kangxi to survive into adulthood, and he didn't get much attention from his father, who spent more time parenting his heir, the crown prince. According to a royal family rule, only the empress, or high-status concubines, had the right to care for their own sons, which meant that his mother was not noble enough to personally take care of him. With biological parents unable or uninterested in raising him, Yongzheng was passed into the care of another superior consort. However, when Yongzheng was ten years old, his mother gave birth to his younger brother and finally gained the right to care for this younger brother, whom she favoured over Yongzheng, a grievance that might explain why he later expelled his younger sibling. First, let's open our fact box. Yongzheng faced intense rivalries on his way to the throne, to which he finally ascended when he was 44, although there were many rumours suggesting that it was not his father's choice. After he became the emperor, he demoted or imprisoned all his brothers, including his mother's favourite. Yongzheng's mother, however, was never happy for his success. In fact, she was upset over his role in expelling his brother, who had been his strong competitor for the throne. In response, she refused the title of Empress Dowager and died just a few months later. We can imagine that Yongzheng's childhood hadn't been particularly pleasant and full of tender love. Arguably, it did make him mentally strong, shaping him into one of the most powerful emperors in the history of China. At the beginning of his reign, he implemented a series of innovative reforms that jeopardized the privileges of almost the entire ruling classes, but were beneficial to the poor and humble civilians. One of his most influential policies required everyone to pay tax. Previously, the noble class, including officials, didn't need to pay any taxes. As for civilians, his new tax system, which was based on land ownership rather than family headcount, effectively eased the financial burden of the common people and encouraged agriculture. On the other hand, rich landowners needed to pay a great deal more. Naturally, this displeased almost the entire ruling class, even though it increased national income. To combat corruption, the emperor also innovated a policy of cultivating honesty and integrity through high pay, which sounds similar to the policy of the Singaporean government today. In contrast, officials from the previous dynasty, the Ming, could not afford to live on their meagre salaries, which led to corruption. Yongzheng allowed them to levy a commission, which they had to hand over to the state coffers. The government then dispensed part of this money as the official's income. 
Within 13 years of taking the throne, the series of new policies increased state funds from 8 million tiles of silver at the end of his father's reign to as high as 60 million tiles. Half of that came from the confiscation of grey income of officials, mostly from corruption. As a result, no case of significant corrupted official was known during the reign of Emperor Yongzheng. Step by step, his power strengthened. Furthermore, by establishing the Grand Council of the State, an autocratic agency that only reported to him, Yongzheng centralized power and it made him one of the most powerful emperors in Chinese history. He is also recognized as one of the most diligent and capable emperors in Chinese history. Was he more capable than his father? There's no doubt about it. His reign lasted about 13 years, a lot shorter than both his father Kangxi and son Qianlong, whose rule exceeded six decades. But if we count the major issues tackled each year, it's not difficult to see that Yongzheng comes at the top in terms of diligence and efficiency. Like other princes, Yongzheng started school at an early age, began to participate in politics as a teenager. He spent half his lifetime as an ordinary prince, who enjoyed a certain level of flexibility, so he travelled frequently to many other parts of China. This offered him first-hand information about the lives of civilians. Sitting among officials, he was fully aware of how some ministers applauded the emperor's decisions in the imperial court, but opposed them in private. He also knew about how officials abused their power for personal gain. This knowledge enhanced his governing capability later as the emperor. Emperor Kangxi attributed the Ming Dynasty's collapse in 1644 to its last emperor, Chongzhen, who was limited to learning from books and knew little about worldly affairs. In comparison, Yongzheng's experience gave him confidence in handling his subjects. To many people's surprise, Emperor Yongzheng became the first Chinese man to wear a Western-style suit. The next emperor to do so was Xuantong, who is known as the last emperor of China. At this point, would you agree that he was a brave emperor with a flair for innovation? If not, I'll tell you one more thing. He was a big fan of cosplay. There are many paintings of him wearing different types of clothing and engaged in various pursuits. As an extremely busy emperor, it's quite unlikely that Yongzheng had worn, posed and done those activities. It may have been a means for him to experience different things. Or maybe he was just a fan of cosplay. Those paintings are now well preserved inside Beijing's Forbidden City, also called the Palace Museum, to show the world the fun side of the emperor. Maybe because Yongzheng was known as a workaholic, latter generations wished to romanticize his profile, and they did so in a number of TV dramas. But the known fact is that the emperor was so engaged with being the emperor that he paid little attention to his imperial concubines. According to historical records, Yongzheng only had 30 wives, a lot less than other emperors. Yongzheng's death was very sudden, 
and the official document regarding his passing was quite scant. Hence, there's plenty of gossip speculating about the cause of his death, including assassination, stroke, poison, and so on. His frequent travels when he was young, as well as his fights against the entire ruling class as the emperor, gave rise to many possible assassins and reasons. The cause of his death remains a mystery, even to this day. Speculation, of course, continues. Regardless of how he died, it remains an undeniable fact that during the 13 years of Yongzheng's reign as the emperor, the state of the empire improved significantly. He was renowned for being extremely diligent and efficient in stopping corruption. He was also a rare Robin Hood emperor that implemented policies that robbed the ruling class and the rich to feed the poor. As a brave fighter for civilians and a traitor to the ruling class, he was, like his comment, just a brave and straightforward man. After Emperor Yongzheng left the world, he passed to his son a stable empire with a rich exchequer, little corruption, and very few conflicting powerful clans that could manipulate politics. That's it for this episode of Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. Special thanks to Sanlian Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. I'm Mark. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe via wherever you tune in and give us a rating. I'll see you soon. Music